will fix you. Hello and welcome to We Will Fix You. Well, it's been a damp old summer so far here in England. Humid, sputters of rain, pelts slick with leaf mulch and droplets, a yapping from the woods occasionally, offsetting that patter of deluge, a high season of pent-up feeling and rising sap, a high season for advice. And advice we shall bring to you today. Joining me to advise, Mr. Dave Connery, the faceless ghost who lives in your toilet. It's lovely to see you. Myself, Roger Hart, who cannot be summoned by his true name, but will respond to an extremely precise inside leg measurement. And Ms. Lucy Boys, tuberculosis ambassador. <coughs> it's not that bad. We have today a question perhaps not best fitted to the moistness of the season. How, our questioner asks, can I avoid overheating during summer? It must be nice where you are. I love winter. Every time it gets colder, I can just put on a bigger jumper or more thermals. I know it doesn't work for everyone, but for me, I'm a happy, snuggly lump of jumpers. However, when summer arrives and the temperature goes up and the jumpers come off, I stop functioning. How can I stop constantly overheating? Perplexing. Warm. None of these things, Miss Boys. I love questions like this. They're much easier than dealing with people's feelings. Um, this, is, this is an easy solution as far as I'm concerned. I've had exactly the same problem myself before. And it can be very cheap as well, depending on your budget. I think you can fix the whole thing for between a tenner and 50 quid, depending on where you go. Number one, get a fan. You can get a decent tower fan for sort of 25 to 30 quid, depending on where you buy it. Or you can go to charity shops and get a really cheap little dinky one. It doesn't really matter as long as it kind of blows air on you. Then get a spray bottle, which is one pound at the DIY shop or the garden centre. You fill the spray bottle with cold water and you spray it on all of your skin and then you point the fan at all of your skin and basically you kind of trick your body into sweating but without it being gross and sticky like your own sweat. Also, if you can find another human to spray you and put the fan on you, that's really good. Like before you go to bed, just lie there naked, get someone else to spray you down and fan you. That is a really, really good summertime experience. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's a bit nice. of the old evaporative cooling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fall asleep a lot quicker when you're not really, really hot, and then you can wake up and just, you know, reapply if you need to. The other thing that I found recently, um, for bonus cooling, you can get uh, quite cheap hot cold gel packs for sports injuries and muscle pain. Just stick those in the freezer and just kind of rub them on all your hot bits. Um, I find if you just sort of wear it like a hat, that's really nice. That cools you down a lot. Back of the neck is really good. Put it on your eyes, it will feel really nice. Ooh. If you're into arts and crafts, you could make yourself like a, a pocket suit that you could fill with cold packs. I basically want an entire bodysuit filled with that gel that I can freeze and kind of cram myself into. That would be the dream. Nobody sells them in like whole Like a sort of size. cryogenic Michelin man. Yes. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Do that. That's my advice. I like that. I suppose if you wanted to go really fancy, you could rig something up like that, but... Take like cooled mineral oil from a compressor pump and just 
pump it around your Michelin man suit. There's no need to make it more complicated than it already is, Dave. But what if you want to go real fancy? It would never occur to me to do anything involving mineral oil, I'm sorry. So at the beer festival, we, um, we have these cooling jackets for the casks, because mm-hmm. the festival's in midsummer, And they're just a tube of metal that um, we pump water around. Mm-hmm. So there's a cooler and then a return hose, and it just keeps circulating through the system. Yeah. And you put that over the top, and it just just a really really basic heat exchanger. Plus, the condensation means they drip water onto the casks, so you get evaporative mm-hmm. cooling as well. You could kind of yeah, you could yeah. you could just rig up a thing with a, some tubes and a. You can get water-based um, computer cooling systems yeah. as well if you really want to. Yeah. Good, it does the job. Water will take on heat for you and take it away from you. You could find some kind of horrifying tech bro friend that like mm-hmm. overclocks their nonsense and. Internet of Things, your cold suit. Yeah, yeah. Build you like Internet of Things refrigerator pants. You don't want to use. They don't use water anymore. Mineral oil is where it's at. Okay, oh, you with the because oil. it doesn't electrocute your shit. It's, it's um, non-conductive, um, which is why I I called for it when it's sort of all over you. Yeah. And you're next to a pump. And there might be thunderstorms. Yeah. Plus, like you come just massively pre-lubricated in case you want to have some summertime sexy times. Mm, that's true. You'd need to fit a zip to the... Oh, true, the, the mineral oil is contained within the system. It's not, yeah, it's, um, it's not yeah. all over your body. Like laid a hose yeah. and put for the front. Yeah. You could rig something up to spray the water from behind the fan. You can do so. I've experimented with like misting in front of the fan. Also, another suggestion was put a bowl of ice in front of the fan and it will kind of mm. pass the cold water over. I've not found any of them to be nearly as effective as squirting yourself. Yeah. Squirt yourself, apply the air, that is the best, quickest way to do it. Make it so. Mr. Conbury, what have you got? Well, my, my solution is a little bit more permanent. So, the main, the main problem is that you are a mammal. Um, it is a probably. We probably. We're supposed to judge our, our listeners. My answer is based upon the fact that you are a mammal. That may be inconsiderate of me, but given that there are no non-mammalian species with opposable thumbs and you have managed to hammer out something on a keyboard, I'm going to guess that this is the case. If you are in fact a colony of voles inside a series of nested jumpers and you've been jumping on the keys in turn in an extraordinary synchronized effort to type this, you honestly you have bigger problems than being too warm. It's a tough world for a jumper full of voles. But kudos. Well done. But bravo. Thank you for trying. Yeah, we appreciate it. And if you're a platypus, you should be busy making your own custard from yourself. Get the custard. Gotta get that, gotta get that platypus custard. Mm -hmm. You're an evolutionary throwback, but that doesn't mean you can't have dessert. Mm -hmm. Always be curdling. So here's the thing, you're a mammal, you've got a hypothalamus. It's trying to regulate your temperature. It doesn't always do a good job. It doesn't always do a good job. But it, it's trying it's trying really hard, and it's doing that in a couple of different ways. So, one, if you get too cold, it'll contract muscles and make you shiver. It'll also contract muscles on the surface of your skin to raise hairs and trap air around you in a warming layer. Um, beyond that, it'll make you sweat. These are the fundamentals of being a mammal. You shiver and you sweat, uh, like someone in a rock and roll documentary, but they're on heroin. Which is also not good for your hypothalamus, I would guess. No, not at all. Not at all. Take advice from us, not Iggy Pop. Unfortunately, the hypothalamus is really, really hard to trick. What you need to do is just 
counter counter its effects as best you can. So first of all, that body hair, that's got to come off. Head to toe, the whole lot, depilatory cream, get it done. The advantage of that is that once once you once you have done it, you can have a cold shower and that will help you uh, help you cool down. In women, menstrual cycle affects temperature and that can be evened out with hormonal contraceptives. But if we're talking more generally and more long term, there's a couple of things you can do to counteract your body's attempts at homeostasis, at maintaining a core temperature. Restricting your overall caloric intake, so lowering the amount of calories you consume per day, will drop your body temperature. And so will drinking alcohol. Drinking alcohol raises body temperature at night, but drops it during the day. So it's time for some daytime drinking. My very favorite. So I've done some calculations and I figured out that in order to get the maximum alcohol into you with the minimum calorie value, because you're not going to be eating, go big or go home, you're going to need to drink a lot of neat vodka. The good news is vodka does pretty well in the freezer. Uh, it tastes of very little. You can just kind of neck it as a slush or or just if you've got good quality vodka it'll still be liquid so that's my advice if you followed it to the T you will now be hairless from head to toe slugging back estrogen and progesterone washing those down with shot after shot of icy frozen vodka and that is your your sole diet now until it cools down enough for you to start taking solid foods again. And I mean, this must be okay because this is how people live in Las Vegas. Drunk 24 seven, completely hairless. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, it's hot there, right? That must be why they do it. They're all still alive. Yeah. For now. For now. Jobs are good. Some solid fixing there, Mr. Conroy, some solid fixing. I took a similar tack, but um, you said you said go big or go home, and then just suggested some namby-pamby vodka swigging. Let's talk about permanently fucking up your hypothalamus. Let's. Now, there are a few... I started off thinking about runners acclimatizing. They need to sort of even out their body's response to temperature. Read a few things on forums that talked about taking a long time, and it was all about evenness of temperature. And it occurred to me that you could get yourself ready for summer in advance by spending the entire rest of the year just wearing a fuck ton of those jumpers and just deliberately overheating, but that's not going to solve the problem of the fact that it feels shit. You're just going to, like, eventually you'll re-baseline, but, you know, it's going to still feel shit. Now, there are various diseases, uh, things that can affect the hypothalamus, and kind of nobble the pituitary gland that therefore affect um, homeostasis. And these, these are all, broadly speaking, different hormone responses. The problem is this shit is hella complex. Thyronamine, uh, particularly 3-iodothyramine. There's a particular thyroid hormone, thyramine, that is probably part of the signaling pathway to um, cardiac function. And if you manipulate the levels, it can potentially induce hypothermia-like symptoms. So I thought we might be onto something there. And there are a few problems. We'll come back to this later. But all of these hormones... Is it the hypothermia? That's one of them. Hypothermia-like. 
The other problem is that these hormones all have a weird biological half-life. Some of them extremely long, some of them extremely short. So you get either spiky or very long-term responses. It's going to be really hard to measure dosage. The problem with the hypothermia-like symptoms, of course, is that um, paradoxically, you'll just get too hot. So you'll do all of the extreme cold responses and end up taking on more heat, as as Mr. Congress said. You'll do all of the um, sort of vasoconstriction responses. You'll tighten up. You'll shiver. You'll trap the air. Bullshit mammal stuff. Yeah, fucking mammal stuff. Lizards don't have this problem. Just saying. They have other problems. They have other problems, yeah. Not many. Notoriously hard to get a credit card if you're a lizard, but that's mm. about it. Yeah. You can use debit. You can use PayPal. Yeah. Big into Bitcoin, the lizards. I hear that. Yeah. There are, there are other kind of things you could try and do. There's um, levothyroxine, which is um, the trade name of manufactured thyroid hormone. You could just take a shit to know this. Problem is dosing. So side effects of taking a lot of it include lowered heat tolerance and a higher cardiac response, which is used to treat thyroid conditions. But if you can muck up the levels, you might be able to achieve other things. Broadly speaking, with an overactive thyroid, too much of the, the hormone response, you have a sensitivity to heat. With an underactive thyroid, too little of the hormone response, you have sensitivity to cold. The problem here is that it's not really as simple as maxing your sensitivity to cold because then you'll take heat-seeking papers and you might feel better, but long-term it's not a solution. So this whole balance fuckery thing. We're looking for kind of a hypothyroid, hypothyroid situation. Who would have thought it would be this difficult to hack the absolute fundamental parts of your brain's regulatory system? Silicon Valley. Yeah, there's probably something you can do with pea protein. Look, I was, I was all oh, up in there you. with spikes and just, you know, I wish I'd done my reading beforehand because I had to just sew that whole thing back up and anyway. What you could do is try and re massively, massively reduce your iodine intake um, or possibly take propylthyrosyl, which is a kind of a treatment for certain iodine conditions. Um, it has some massive side effects, including itchiness, hair loss, swelling, vomiting, muscle pains, numbness, and headaches. You're gonna—I mean, hair loss—I've already said, and you're gonna get pretty much all the rest of those from an all vodka diet. So, mm. uh, liver problems not gonna play so well with the drinking, low blood cell counts. So it's not great, but it does inhibit the thyroid hormone. Inhibiting the thyroid hormone—it's it's used to treat an overactive thyroid condition. So this would inhibit thyroid hormone, giving you a bunch of the um, cold-based behaviours. Uh, also the other symptoms like hmm. dry skin, dry hair, unexplained weight gain. Yeah, it's not, like, it's, it's kind of high risk. Um, and the problem is it's got a really short biological half-life, it's got about an hour, which means you only need to be necking this stuff, in which case the symptoms of the side effects are going to be through the roof. Or just, you know, really, really hoping that the complex interactions of, of hormones in one of the most complicated bits of the brain are going to be super responsive when you want them. Being a doctor is hard. Um, it's good that you're not. Yeah, I, I, I'm just suggesting a whole bunch of... Okay, so you could, you could try a, a cocktail of hormone drugs, but then I just thought, well, why don't we just cut to the chase, right? What you really want to do is vent all that heat as quickly as possible by accelerating a bunch of responses. Mr. Convery came up with some suggestions, but... Drinking. I prefer a more substance-centric approach. Than drinking? Yes. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch a very, very simple fix here. Massive vasodilation. We're going to go all out, all poppers, all the time. <sighs> Sweet poppers. 
We're not doing very well at avoiding headache as a side effect, are we? Do you know what doesn't give you a headache? A cheap fan. You've had your go. Poppers, for those um, less conversant with the lingo, casual term for amyl nitrate, a solvent which is popular for the huffin because it um, causes massive, very rapid response, vasodilation, um, the sort of dilation of vascularized tissue. So you'll you feel real warm and strange. You feel you'll you'll vent a lot of heat through all of that dilated tissue. It also kind of makes you giggle like a tiny child for a couple of minutes. Probably gives you a headache, and is very popular in certain circles because it loosens a bunch of stuff up. It opens up your poop hole for the bumming. Yeah, it's it's popular in the fisting scene. Little little huff of the owl. Um, also, the, the kind of giggling for a couple of minutes, and if you don't do too much, you don't really get a headache buzz, is kind of cool. It's a wonder drug. Certainly readily available. <laughs> I, so yes, there are, you could try some complex hormone hacks. Maybe you could mix it all together. Poppers and alcohol combine all right. You could uh, have some poppers, take some hormones, get yourself shit-faced and stand in front of a fan. You could just stand in front of a fan. You'd probably be fine. Your brain wouldn't be fucked and neither would your body. It's cheaper as well, I think, in the long run. The, the thing I like about the fan solution is it's capex rather than opex. It's true. You can just write that shit down. With a diverse approach to both pharmacology and expenditure, we have fixed it quite. And if you would like similar fixins, or slightly better, or slightly worse, probably slightly worse, we're capricious after that manner, indeed. You can contact us at wewillfixyoushow at gmail.com.